you know. Mm. This is Stay At Home Stand Up, Random Thoughts on Lockdown with Frank Bum. For joining the lockdown rebellion, I'm Frank Bum. Thanks, Mum. So, let's talk Corona virus, international lockdown. Anyone who thinks one person can't change the world never ate a half-cooked bat. I suppose this means half-cooked bats are off the menu. That's okay. I prefer pangolin anyway. Half cooked if possible. Not that I even know what a pangolin is. I'm told it's a mammal with scales. I thought that was a merchant banker. Which reminds me, toilet paper. Everyone's into it. These days, if someone calls you an asswipe, is that now considered a compliment? The other day in the supermarket, on the shelf where the toilet paper was supposed to be, it was filled with chocolate Easter bunnies. Easy to see how the shelf stack has got those confused. Actually, I didn't realise till I got home and tried to use one. Now I'm not sure if toilet paper really hurts or if Easter bunnies taste disgusting. <laughs> Apparently people are stocking toilet paper and whole chickens. I just hope they don't get them mixed up. You know, forget hoarding toilet paper. I'm going to stockpile those Aldi meerkats. I'm telling you, when this is all over, there's going to be a mega run on those little buggers. Just got a feeling. Speaking of meaningless plastic figurines, Malcolm Turnbull. He's just released his memoirs. There's a thousand copies of his book in every bookshop. Well, that's the toilet paper shortage solved. Malcolm Turnbull, best Prime Minister Labor ever had. Speaking of viral infections, apparently the word corona means crown. So in homage, during the lockdown, I decided to binge watch that Netflix series. You know, the one about the British royal family. I think it's called How to Thrash a Dead Horse While Wearing a Tiara. Don't know why a dead horse is wearing a tiara, but it made for interesting viewing. Although, I was a bit disappointed. They left out the best bit. The night Prince Philip repeatedly punched me in the gut while I was trying to explain to him about Australian marsupial conservation. True story. At least I think it's a true story. Maybe it's just one of my sexual fantasies. All I remember is being dressed as a koala at the time. 
Yeah, that's right. I'm a eucalyptosexual. <laughs> that means after sex, I don't light up a cigarette. I smoke eucalyptus leaves. They don't get you high, but they sure clean out your sinuses. And when you're getting punched in the gut by a senior royal, that's far more important. There are so many coronavirus rules now, I don't have time in the day to do them all. Quite frankly, the quicker we can learn to stay away from other people, the quicker life will get back to normal. What if all this gets to the point where you're only allowed to touch yourself, but from three metres? I see the Olympics has been postponed, which works for me because there are actually a number of sports I've been petitioning for inclusion. Obviously, sending petitions is one of them. Also fidget spinning, finger skateboard and bedwetting. Although I do agree, bedwetting is not a real sport. It's more of an art form. That's what my doctor says anyway. I've also petitioned the Olympics Committee to include dream sports. That is, playing those sports that you play inside your dreams in exactly the same way as you play them in your dreams. So, you know, you get called up to represent your country and none of your limbs work properly. The ball bounces at right angles to Newton's third law of motion. All your opponents can defy gravity, that sort of thing. I get that in my dreams all the time. No, actually, that's real life. When this COVID-19 stuff started, I was in a press conference where the Prime Minister said that anyone who had a job was an essential worker. So I said, present company accepted. He looked at me and said, what's your name, son? I said, Frank Bum. He said, how do you spell that? I said exactly as it sounds, S-C-O-T-T-M-O-R-I-S-O-N. He said, well, smart-ass, you left out an R. I said, yeah, but you've got to admit, it's still a pretty decent coincidence, eh? <laughs> he said, everyone else apart from me has to work from home. I said, what if you're a high-wire trapeze act? He rolled his eyes. I said, what if you're a rally driver? He scratched his head. I said, what if you're a demolition contractor? He sent one of his minders over to kick me in the groin. I said to the minder, you going to take that work home? He said, yeah, what's it to you? I said, well, you'll have to find alternative accommodation. And here's your bond back. <laughs> Another time during lockdown, I had to ring Triple O. I said to them, ambulance, please. I think I've got coronavirus. She said, what makes you say that? I said, well, I got all the symptoms. She said, like what? I said, I've got tightness of breath. I can hardly breathe. I'm coughing and wheezing and gasping for air. I feel like my lungs are about to burst. 
She said, yes, Mr Bum, that could be COVID-19, or maybe your brother's just sitting on you again. I said, oh, yeah. She said, Mr Bum, next time, please remember, the first sign of COVID-19 infection is you lose your sense of smell. I said, OK, well, I'm going to know the exact moment my wife gets it. She said, Mr Bun, I happen to know you're not married. I said, yeah, just don't tell my wife. She said to me, Mr Bum, just wash your hands and stay indoors. I said, personally, I don't think washing your hands is enough. I've taken to walking around naked in a car wash five times a day. All the COVID experts tell you not to touch your face. But doesn't your face touch your face from the inside? Just shows you what experts know. Have you noticed how quiet it is at night? No traffic, no drunks wandering around the street. Just the gentle rhythm of the guy next door's wife farting in a sleep. The other night she did a fart so explosive, all the yachts in Sydney Harbour started racing to Hobart. The change in air pressure had them predicting a race record. Apparently people are stockpiling blended scotch whisky and hand sanitizer. I guess soda must be in short supply. They say, now you've got all this time on your hands, start that hobby that you've always wanted to try. But take it from me, home printing those new polymere banknotes is really hard. (laughs) That new Lego Masters show has really inspired me too. I've started building a Lego opera house, life size, (laughs) in my backyard. Don't know why the neighbours all hate my guts. One guy leaned over the fence yesterday and said to me, you can't build that here. I said, why not? The concert band ain't going to last forever. (laughs) I don't know. Some people just don't get it. And this zero-contact home delivery, I'm not sure it's working. The other day I found on my doorstep a zero-contact Guzman E. Gomez burrito. I called up Guzman E. Gomez. I said, mate, there's a burrito on my doorstep. He said, congratulations. I said, thanks, but I didn't order it. He said, OK, but what did you order? I said, nothing. He said, nothing. I said, yeah, nothing. He said, OK, was that in the bottom of the bag? I said, no, nah, it came in a box. He said, oh, OK, well, it was probably next to the box. I said, just a moment, I'll check. Yeah, you're right. He said, well, why are you ringing us? I said, because I didn't order the burrito. He said, well, what did you order? I said, I didn't order anything. He said, I didn't ask you what you didn't order. I said, yeah, that's why I'm not telling you. He said, that's okay, because I'm not listening anyway. I said, so what are you going to do about the burrito? He said, what burrito? I said, the one I didn't order. He said, oh, okay. When you didn't order it, what address did you neglect to tell us? I said, "Uh, probably this address. He said, and what address is on the burrito? I said, there's no address on the burrito. The address is on the box. He said, now you've just been a smartass. I said, yeah, I get that a lot. 
So he said, you're telling me you're holding someone else's burrito. I said, yeah. He said, well, I'm calling the police. I said, okay, but you won't know where to send them. He said, oh, yeah, can you give me your delivery address? So I gave it to him. Well, the police came round and arrested me for possession of an abandoned burrito. They got the social workers involved. They had it adopted. Yeah, adopted. I mean, I was told they'd send photos once a year, but it's not the same as being able to tell your burrito you love them on a daily basis. Come 2038, I'm going to track that burrito down. I mean, we deserve to have some sort of meaningful relationship. Speaking of some sort of meaningful relationship, I've been Frank Bum. You've been an audience. See you on the inside of my eyelids. Hey, works for me. Come to work down revolution, comrades. <laughs>